looking like cinnamon. I'm running shit right now. I think I pulled a ligament. Fashion killer, a liar, assassin. Get mom killing Balenciaga plastic. Got the melon and magic. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey. What's going on? We're back for another week. Yes, yes. so good outside. Girl, I'm telling you, first of all, cheers to this weather because one my skin has been getting all the good sun Ooh, yes so that's number one and two i finally put away all my sweaters and i'm <laughs> pulling out all the dresses it is sundress season honey yes i did that last week too i was like put all this away yes this is my favorite time of the year bring out all my skimpy stuff yes <laughs> i'm trying to show all the skin <laughs> i don't blame you girl shoot it's gonna be nice right only thing is it's derby weekend derby's gonna be this weekend and it's gonna rain so that's the only thing it is always raining on derby yeah like whatever it's kentucky they don't like this that's bull right so oh well well this week we are coming to you with a fire conversation talking about double standards yeah the double standards we all love them. Well, actually, we don't love them. We love to use them. Right, right. We <laughs> love to use people, them. But we hate them. So. Right. So, one of the things, like, one of the things that I've always noticed about double standards, especially when it comes to, like, relationships, is that it's, it demonizes women. So, mm-hmm. like, a guy can talk to all these chicks, and be smashing all these chicks but let a girl not even have to be smashing a whole bunch of people they could be going on dates she could have a food guy she could have a intellectual conversation guy she could have her i want to love you through christ guy and go to church with him on sundays and she could have her you know uh, your eye candy, the eye candy guy, and then of course she could have the ugly sweet guy with potential, <laughs> and she has five dudes. Not this ugly sweet guy with potential for real, because that's usually how it works. That is true. And um, she could be having sex with one guy. She could be having sex with the eye candy guy, but talking to all the rest of them, and yeah. people will swear up and down she's a hub. Of course, because it's not okay for women to be out here throwing it at niggas, but it's fine for niggas to be out here throwing their dick at, in any hole. It's it's stupid, but even when you try to, like, break away from those stereotypes and double standards, people still, and even we, kind of, like, internalize it sometimes, because I, I think I was just talking to you about this a couple weeks ago, how I didn't want to increase my number. Oh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was sleeping with, but then you was like, why? I'm like, I don't know. It's just that, that double standards is just, it's so embedded in our culture that I even had to check myself, like... I can sleep with as many people as I want to, and it's okay. Like, right. It's my body. It's your body. Like, the thing that I always... And it was crazy because a guy going to college saying he's a virgin, they're going to look at him as a lame. Mm-hmm. A girl going into college as a virgin is a target. Yep, because <laughs> all the guys want to smash. <laughs> right. So, she got an arrow. She got uh What's it called? Uh, she got a... Uh, a bullseye on her yes, back. Yes, a bullseye on her back. Just, so, it's terrible. like, what? I don't even know where to start with that. Because it's like, what do we do to fix it? Shoot. I think it would have to, of course, start by one person each. Only because 
we need to start I'm gonna start calling people out like embarrassing them like I'm gonna be like no for real like why is it that you feel like you can do this but I can't I just really want to know because yeah. you hear all the time niggas want to use the excuse well y'all put your emotions in it put your emotions what so you're telling me that you one aren't putting any emotions into sleeping with somebody I don't all. believe that right it's I don't believe that all just what is it called like natural instincts like you have to care about this person a little bit to even find them attractive right to even want to fuck them so it's right it's just stupid to me like men be like oh i just fucked her she didn't mean anything she didn't mean anything but yet you left me at home lying to me sneaking around to be with her you ain't putting all that energy exactly like what the fuck are you talking about yeah but even with women i would say the only difference between women is women be like cheating mostly like without physical like that emotional mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd be like yeah we know he likes us but he's just texting me i'm gonna keep him at bay right but if, but if baby but if my man seen the messages yep yeah he'd be pretty mad could be pretty upset girl so it's crazy because and i had a friend who we're not friends anymore but like me my best friend and this girl we all used to kick it like hardcore and this was before i got with my fiance I like went through a breakup with this other guy and I just wanted to do me yeah and I didn't want no strings attached I didn't want to be um what you call it I didn't want to feel like I was obligated to be with anybody or talk to anybody so I made it my mission to be single and so i like was like no i don't want to be in a relationship with you no i don't want to be in a relationship you want to take me out to eat okay yeah sure you want to um you want to go to the park and hang out and oh okay that's fine like there would be guys that would hit me up and be like you know let's go out to eat or it sounds crazy, but like I had a food guy <laughs> that I would That's literally go out to eat with him all the time and he would bring me food to my job and like but I didn't really it wasn't that I didn't like him. I knew I didn't want to be with him. Yeah. But like I hung out with him. He was great company. Yeah. He's a good he was a good person. He was a, he was, a, cool he was cool. He was cool. And then I had a guy that I did like and i didn't know where it would go but like we would always talk on the phone and like have these really dope intellectual conversations and so i had my food guy i had my intellectual conversation guy and i had my eye candy guy who was my smash no pass so he was the only one that i would actually have sex with and this is the thing about that. I knew me and him would never be together because wow. he, I had talked to him previously when I was mm-hmm. in college, me and him dated kind of, sort of, we were talking Yeah. and, um, he would always like make reference to how pretty I was for a brown skin girl. Ooh, no. He was light skinned. He was black. His mom was high yellow. He's high yellow. Um, but he never dated a brown skinned girl and he always would date white women. Oh but no. It was, <laughs> but it just seemed like it seemed I don't know if it was like a fetish thing. It could have or been. if it was like he genuinely liked me as a person. He thought I was cool, he thought I was attractive. Okay, well, let's see where this goes. Long story short, he did me dirty 
and went and started messing with some white girl. Of course. Right? Of course. So when we graduated and everything, it was like really weird. We ended up linking back up later. And it just happened that we just started messing around. And, um, oh, well. You know, it was interesting to hear him say certain things because in my head, I'm thinking, like, you know, the way he talks to me and the way he acts around me, you would, you would almost think that he was my boyfriend. Yeah. He would be around me when my friends would come over. He would be like, I'm going to get y'all something to eat. I'm going to come yeah. over. I want to cook for you. Like, he would he come over, games. cook me dinner and stuff like that. But then he would make these little references to the fact that I'm still brown skinned. And that I'm the exception. Like, he wouldn't necessarily come out and say, like, you know, I you're you're the one good brown-skinned girl that I ever been with. He never said that. But I would go places and he'd be like, man, your, your skin is so pretty. Like, you know, I've never really seen a brown-skinned girl as pretty as you. Or make little comments yeah. like that that kind of made me feel like... Uh, yeah. That's not really a compliment. It's really not. So that's the microaggressions and the self hatred, right? So and I couldn't really say nothing because like both his parents high yellow and he in a town where there's not a lot of black people. He's around a whole lot, a whole lot of light skinned mixed chicks. I mean, so I get that. Like but... he he's used to seeing these light skinned girls. He's not used to seeing these brown skinned girls, not to make any kind of excuse for him, but that is what was available to him, was them light skinned girls. And that was his type, that's what he liked. So when I came into the picture, I really didn't fit the mold. I didn't. Which, that's not my problem. It used to upset me, but it doesn't upset me anymore. But like, like I was saying, like, you know, he was my, I knew we was not never gonna be nothing. Because I knew that at the end of the day, I'm not the epitome of what his ideal queen looked like you know regardless how shitty that is but like you know he was my sex guy yeah and And for what he needed that's what he was great for what i needed him for and he i mean he was a really awesome person he was cool like that was my dog like he we would talk on the phone and stuff like that and eventually like i started catching feelings for him and i had to really slap myself in the head because i'm like girl you're doing it again you need to stop so i had to literally be on some um don't call me unless you trying to come swing through and swing that dr- right yeah. drop the goodies in you know so i had a food guy a sex guy an intellectual conversation guy and then i had a guy that i just hung out with because he was cool as hell and he like fucked with me tough like it was no strings attached we didn't like each other it wasn't nothing like that but like that was my homie like that was yeah. i was one of the guys to him which yeah. was dope and but then I, I had a friend who i was telling her like you know just do you you ain't gotta have sex with every single person that you come in contact with but you also don't have to limit yourself to one person because like i knew what i wanted and i knew that i wasn't really gonna get that from this person but it's like until i was able to to find a person that had everything that i wanted in like within their personality or was my specific person until i find my person I'm going to continue to have a food guy who I can go out to eat with and I'm not going to have to pay no bill and we're going to have a dope conversation and I, if I want, I can have a sex guy who 
uh, he don't really care if the only time I talk to him is just for some. Right. Because you know? that's what he's in it for. Because too. that's what he's in it for, too. And we understood the boundary. Yeah. And everybody understood the boundary. It was like, it wasn't something where it was like I was playing everybody. Everybody knew where they stood with me. And that's, I think, what is key, too, is being honest. Yes. And most dudes, one, can't take that honesty. And oh, most yeah, because I had a couple. Ain't even that honest with themselves. Right. So, Girl, how did you do it? You need to teach a class. Girl, <laughs> I literally was just in a in a place where I was tired of putting my emotions into every person that crossed my path. And like it was like a person would want to take me out and I would feel obligated to go with them because they liked me and I told them that we should try and see how things would go. Yeah. And as opposed to just being real with myself and being like, You ain't gotta be attached to nobody to hang out with them. Yeah. Like just because you hanging out with somebody don't mean that you're together. Right. I and that that was what I needed to come to terms with. Like, you can hang out with whoever, wherever, whenever. As long as you know what it is and they know what it is, then it's fine but it's like it's not the same as these dudes who got two and three girlfriends that's completely different they love they love the idea of hiding them they love the idea of having them all in the dark because they want that sense of control right and to me i'm like nigga are you a narcissist like you can't just play with people's emotions like that because that's how niggas get killed right so other than that I think you're right, though. I think as long as you're just honest and you're like, look, this is what it is. Because it doesn't even have to be about sex. Because there's, there's so many double standards. But I think honesty definitely has to be key. Yes. I feel like when it comes to double standards, like, you know how a dude will give you a half-truth? They'll <laughs> tell you, like, okay, well, I'm about to go hang over my partner's house. Oh, God. Right. Yeah. But he ain't really tell you everything about what he was about to be doing over at his partner's house. And you find out he over there with a female. And you uh, you approach it as you lied to me. Yeah. And he'll be quick to say, no, I told you I was going to my partner's house. Like, boy. That's manipulation. But let a female mm-hmm. do that. Right. They'll be quick to be, oh, you a hoe, you a hoe. You was out there hoeing and pussy popping. Right. Throwing it at the, Like, shut up. Like, I'll tell you another double standard Oh, my God. I even went to my best friend's wedding. And one of the groomsmen, you know, I was that bridesmaid. I was single, and I got drunk, and I slept with one of the groomsmen. <laughs> it is what it is, whatever. So, like, two days later, um, I don't care because I'll say his name. Elliot calls me. Because <laughs> um, I went to middle school with Elliot. I used to love him for seven years. But when we went to NKU, he told me I wasn't his type. I wasn't light-skinned, skinny, oh, model, long hair. God. Long story short, then years later, I laid it down on him and never gave it to him again. And I'm never going to give it to him again. <laughs> so this nigga literally calls me two days after the wedding, girl, and goes off on me. Talking about how can you let this nigga hit, but you ain't going to let me hit again. I said, first of all. He shouldn't have been running his fucking mouth. And right. you don't have no rights to call me. Right. Zero rights to call me. So, what? If, it just made me mad because he thought he even had the right to my body. Like, Girl. are you serious right now? Are you really tripping right now? Go call the That's like male privilege. Right. I mean, mm, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> male privilege. Thinking they entitled to something. Right. Because I was just like, um, no. That's not how it works. Because I've never been able to call a dude and be like, so why'd you let her smash? Why'd you let... No. It is what it is. Like, men and some women can definitely have double standards and definitely can be 100% wrong, but won't be man or woman enough to face it and own up to it. 
See, one of my favorite quotes is, once I thought I was a slut, but then I realized I was just acting like a man. Woo! <laughs> shit, that's about to be my fucking Twitter. I'm about to pin that shit. For real. I love that. Like, that is that is my favorite all-time, I'm about to smack you with this reality right. type of quote. Girl, we need that everywhere. I'm going to start putting on t-shirts. Girl. Shit. But no, that's, that's definitely true. I'm trying to think of what else is double standards because we got, of course, relationships. Of course, we got jobs, but that's misogyny. Of course, men can be jerks and dicks and we can't be bitches and, you know, So, bossy. what about the double standard where, like, they want you to be more feminine. They want you to be cute and pretty and get your hair done, get your nails done, wear makeup, wear cute clothes, all that stuff. But the minute you do, all of a sudden, you're a slut. All you of a sudden, what are you wearing? You're going to provoke. You're asking for something to happen to you because you're wearing a revealing clothes or whatever. But that's what the world, that's what they tell you to do. If you're not, if yeah. you are not the epitome of... Uh, a sex sexed up woman then you're not woman enough yeah i can see that because even sometimes i uh you will see some people post pictures same dumb pictures but they'll get like thousands of likes because they in like booty shorts cooking nothing in the kitchen but yet if you win a scholarship like 17 people like it and i'm over here like this world is just backwards right and i'm glad that we're smart enough and have enough confidence in ourselves to not mold ourselves in the image of every single guy because we'll be changing ourselves every fucking week right literally because i had a guy tell me oh i love you with your weaving then i had a guy oh i love you with your hair and then i had a guy oh well when are you gonna put your weave back in it doesn't matter at the end of the day it's what i want to wear how i want to you know carry myself and men i think that has a lot to do with male privilege and double standards because men feel like they have the right to tell us what they think looks good on us or what they think we should act like to attract them but women ain't never in there like yeah you should just probably shave your balls every once in a while and maybe i'll go down there every once in a while we don't sit there and fucking do that we don't sit there and be like you look kind of rough you might want a haircut y'all the one be like oh you got makeup on why are you wearing that tight shit why are you twerking why you do shut the fuck up leave me alone girl leave us alone because one half y'all niggas wouldn't even be here without a woman right and Everything Not that y'all even have, all of y'all, all of all y'all, of y'all came out. Every of single one of y'all, <laughs> and basically, like, either way, the niggas are still out here getting cars for women, buying houses, being swagged out for women. But yet, y'all talk about how we are all gold diggers and trying to attract right. niggas. Y'all literally are going through hell fighting other niggas for the pussy. So, right. who whose issue is it really, man? Let's see. What's another one? This was one that I felt like was going to be relevant for me eventually, which now I know it's not relevant for me. But at one point in time, I thought that this was going to be like my reality. I was going to have the double standard of like, okay, I want to be a housewife. I'm having kids, whatever, whatever. Um, that you know getting upset people getting upset or someone saying something to me because I have a child or whatever but then it's like as a parent you do everything you can for your kids mm-hmm. but then like you get you get looked at crazy when you 
don't want to have kids oh, yeah. and you want to focus on your career or focus on yourself like I have a friend who like her family is like praises everyone in the family who has gotten married like everyone gets married young in their family everyone has kids young and they're married and whatever Shit. are they happy who knows but like she's the only one in her family in her immediate family really in her family period that is not married or doesn't have kids but she's also the only person in her family who has a degree and homegirl got two of them bad boys she has a bachelor's degree and a master's degree and she's about to have a phd so she's she's getting ready to apply to get her phd and i really i'm like i'm pumped for her because i'm like you are literally shattering you're shattering the idea that you have to be a mom because you're a woman like some and not to say she doesn't want kids but like because i know i know she does but right now it's not a priority and like we have to get out of the idea that that is what a woman is supposed to do a woman is supposed to have kids clean and cook a woman is supposed to also do the things that she wants to do to make herself happy right so like if not have if having kids is not what's going to make her happy if she wants to focus on her career and travel the world and be a nomad let her do that you can't call her selfish you can't you know do anything like that or uh, those women who you know you might be a be at home cooking cleaning taking care of your kids but the minute that you get married all of what you want to do is supposed to fall on the back burner right and i have never wanted that to be me me neither and i am so happy that i have a fiance who like pushes me to do the things that I want to do and the things that I enjoy um and so you know I do feel sometimes selfish about the decisions that I make with my career um but it's just crazy that that is something that women even have to think about like you have to choose between forwarding your career and being um a caretaker for your family like why can't you have both? both because dads do it all the time yep but women can't it's like women aren't allowed right and it's because they put so many double standards on us and they put all these unwritten rules that society has made up more importantly men have made up because i've seen that even on married to medicine girl that made me so mad one of the ladies i think shanice was just talking about how her job was stressful and her husband's of course a doctor he this thing if it's stressing you so much quit why is that your first right she was like but my job means something to me and he was like but we make enough now no just because we make enough doesn't mean that i just want to be at home watching soap operas cleaning up throw up eating bonbons and getting fat just so you can walk in with the (laughs) next bitch and be like oh leandra you have to go because i'd have moved on fuck you Fuck that. that ain't never happening to me. I'd rather you leave. Bye. Yeah. Goodbye. My money will keep me company. Another one. When a boy takes charge, he has leadership skills. But <laughs> when a woman takes charge, she's bossy. Yeah. And I don't like that because mm. that tells us women that we're not. That makes it seem as though we are not able to be in leadership roles. Right. That we are not important to have those kinds of positions and that it's not ladylike yeah that's basically just a way for them to um make us more submissive to be honest and subtle because they are comfortable with us being ladylike with my little pearls and talking in a soft voice and you know being polite no fuck that i ain't like that not that type of person 
So if you can't handle my, you know, aggressiveness sometimes or my passion, then you ain't for me. Right. Because um, I can't even tell you how many times I walked up, I walked up to the club to three guys trying to shoot my shot because, you know, niggas be standing on the wall looking at you. You better shoot that three-pointer. And I would go up to them and I'd be like, hey, you know, I think you're fine. I'm blah, blah, blah. blah. I just want to get to know you. And they would either laugh and sometimes be like, I got a girlfriend. Or someone would be like, I would rather be the one to approach you. I'm like, but we've been here for two hours. Yeah. When are you going to do it? So I get that, but I think it's dumb. You go after what you want. Right. And I know what I want. Okay. I'm trying to think what other double standards we deal with on the regular. Shit. Everything. Especially that family thing. That really got me because a lot of people really feel like getting married validates you as like it's another level of success. Yeah. It's successful, yes, but that doesn't equate to anything because honestly, I could have been married three times by now. Right. Could have also been divorced three times by right. now. Too. Right. Right. So what do I what am I really looking for? We we put everyone else's dreams and expectations on us without realizing that we can make our own traditions. We can make our own rules. So if I get married at forty five and have a baby at fifty, nobody better not say not a goddamn thing to me. Cause y'all ain't gonna pay for this baby, y'all ain't gonna help with my medical insurance. So shut up. Whatever. See, let's see. Um, okay, here's another one. So, like, you see uh, a dad, right? You see a man. You don't even know if this is... You, it, these might not even be his kids. Okay. But you see a man at the grocery store shopping for groceries. And all of automatically, people will automatically be like, Oh, my God, he's such a good dad. He takes care of his kids. Mm-hmm. Like... You know, he's out at the grocery store with three or four kids, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, what a strong man you are, right. you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know why we do that, because, I mean, that's what a parent does. Why right. are you applauding someone for doing what they're supposed to do? Exactly. But, anywho. But then you see a woman with the same amount of kids. And people will be like, well, damn. Mm-hmm. Especially if she's a black woman. Oh, especially if she's and a she black woman. young. Ooh. Yeah, she must be using. And her the kids EBT can code. be doing the same exact thing. Dad could have kids wilding, crying, and the thing. But people will will be quick to be like, "Oh, what a good dad!" You know, do you need any He's, help? Do you need help? But you see a woman out with three kids, and they're crying, and oh, she can't handle her kids. Well, she couldn't take care of them. She shouldn't have had them. Da, right. da, 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 da. Like, and it's, that's crazy. Like y'all are on some shit. Like y'all bash women for having an abortion, but then you bash women for having kids, and they can't necessary afford them or take care of them to your standards like y'all crazy like basically everyone's so occupied judging other people because they don't want to look into themselves and fix their own shit and that's why i have no problem cussing these people out like zero because i don't focus on y'all so why y'all focus on us right this this is another one that i think is crazy so like how people cope with their emotions there's double standards with that so like okay You got a man who happens to be angry or a little boy who's angry. But let a female get angry. All of a sudden, she's crazy. Yeah. Like, right? you, you overdoing it. You dramatic. Um, No, I have these same emotions. Or a guy who's crying. They'll automatically call him weak. Mm-hmm. And then he's soft. Yeah. And he's soft. And then the female will be emotional. Right. And I think that's terrible because even though, even though I love Ernest to death, when he told me that when his son cries and he was like 
um, he, he was like, okay, calm down, Susie, or something like that. I was like, you cannot say that to him. I said, even though you're joking. That's teaching him toxic masculinity. Yes, I'm saying you're teaching him that he shouldn't cry, and you're teaching him that only Susie's cry. Cry, right. a woman. I'm like, you, you're, you're, and he's just like, oh, well, I'll try to be better, but I'm like. Ain't no trying. You, you have to. to. The verbiage is so important. Language and the way you use it is important, so. I hate that so many men do actually have to carry that burden of being hurt, but feeling like they have to internalize it because people will look at them crazy. Like that's why men die before women. Honestly, that's really why we get it out. Mm-hmm. Y'all hold it in and I can't do it. Let's see the statement. All I can think about is sex today. Ooh. If a guy was to say that, <laughs> right. If a guy was to say that he's just horny. Yeah. But if a female was to say that, she's a hoe. She's a nympho and a hoe. Yep, nympho and a hoe. Let's see. Um, the quality of your work lately hasn't really been up to par. So what's going on? Mm-hmm. Let a guy say that. He's being straightforward and honest. Mm-hmm. But if a female was to come up to you and say that, she's being rude. Yeah, like, why didn't you soften the blow? Like, right, uh, being abrasive. Right. Oh, yes, it's an abrasive word. Basically everybody's full of shit it's like whoever who, no matter who your boss is if your boss is coming up to you telling you you're slacking you slacking it doesn't matter if they wrap it in a nice pretty bow or not right they the person that's signing your checks or at least is able to push your your timesheet through it's crazy oh there's another one okay someone who is a female okay we could say a female or a male that is 100 pounds 200 120 pounds Okay. Right? They say, I love food. <laughs> and nobody says anything. It's not a big deal. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love food too. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. But let someone who is 300 pounds or who's overweight say they love food, all of a sudden people are going to be like, oh, you're a pig. Oh, I bet oh, you do. I bet you do love food. Or like they're going to be, be called fat. Yep. Like people really discriminate against fat people a lot. Like some people don't even want to. Like, I see them at the gym a lot, and some people, like, me mug them, like, oh, you're not even going to last. And I'm like, oh, you are terrible. Like, leave them people alone. Yeah. I don't. Double standards are interesting. And everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, here's another one. So, you go to work on Monday, and you are done up cute lashes you did your brows you put on a little bit of fenty foundation and Ooh. some highlight boo had on this cute little dress honey because you had a big meeting you trying to get these coins yeah and you came in primped and pressed and ready to go and then someone tells you a co-worker it's like oh you look so good today but you know you really don't need all that makeup you're so pretty you know but then the day you don't come to work print pressed and ready to go maybe you ain't slay them edges or mm-hmm. you didn't put the brows on you didn't put yeah. the lashes on and all of a sudden are you sick right. you look tired and i'm like oh i look tired because i didn't put on makeup pounds of makeup is but you just told me i was fine without my makeup so right. I think people just honestly just want something to say all the time. Because it's like, whether I wear makeup or not, it, it shouldn't affect you. But yes, a nice compliment here or there is nice. But don't do a backwards, backhand compliment. Like, come on now. Just say I look good or just say something. Or don't say nothing. It's really not that serious. But that's stupid. I, I used to get that. 
people like, oh, well, you don't need makeup because you look so natural. And then when I put makeup on, they're like, oh, my God, so nice, so nice. I'm like, either way, I look good. So it's fine. Yeah. That's like whenever, uh, like, when you're in a relationship. Because I remember you was telling me, like, love chub. And I was yeah. like, I don't want it. So... I was reading this thing. It was like a little comic or whatever. And it was like, you know, Ellie, you're getting a little round. This is her husband telling her this. And he was, she was like, oh, yeah. And what do you call this stuff? And she starts poking him like on his, his stomach, stomach or whatever. And he told her, well, men are supposed to carry a little bit of weight. Boy, bye. So women supposed to be just skin and bones and can't be curvaceous. Like, unless it's like. We can't, women can only have curves if they look like the Coke bottle, which nobody yeah. really looks like that in mm-hmm. real life. People getting pumped with plastic to look like that. Or people getting ribs taken out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To look like that. That's disgusting. But yet, the woman is supposed to always be snatched, honey. Well, right. after you have a baby, after you have a baby, there's so much pressure to be snatched. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I put too much pressure on myself to be snatched, but I think that's because I'm not used to being this size, but I'm not even big. No, so you're not it's big. like I'm starting to like I enjoy my thickness now cuz honey, I got cakes. I know. Four right? days. <laughs> I got cakes and now I got boobs. I'm so pumped. See? So, yes. it's like I'm hype about it, but like there's so much pressure after you have a baby to just be snatched, but yet like when you see a man who gets married or a man who's in a relationship like my fiance, we went to Alabama to see his family um, last year and his friend was like, what are you feeding him? Cause he's getting big. Like dude is getting so big. We ain't never seen him this big before. Mind you, he's really not that big, but like compared to what they're used to seeing him look like, he's a bigger guy. And to hint to them, that's like, what you was saying, love chub, like yeah. that's when you in love, honey, and yes. you just letting it go, yes. boo, and just you cooking and eating, you cooking and, and eating chilling. and loving, mm. like that's good. But yeah. God forbid, I get big like that. I know somebody's gonna have something to say. Just like if I didn't snap back after my baby, people would be like, "Well, damn, you just let yourself go, didn't you?" And it'd be like, "No, it takes two years for your body to even Girl. fully recover." So, and then one, we are not these celebrities who have personal trainers chefs an actual time to sit down and eat full course meals you know we don't have that luxury shoot money um, to get liposuction because that's what half of them is doing right and that's, i'm sorry they y'all going, crazy they going under the knife to get liposuction and then they post on their instagram with their trainer for 10 minutes doing some squats right y'all all one we gonna have a conversation about this too one day i'm tired of you attention hoes whores Yes, attention whores. All y'all just want to do is be seen. And it's stupid and it's dumb. But anyway, I'm not going to lie because I felt the same way. Because even though I'm, I don't have kids yet, but I thought about that too. Because historically, I'm curvy. I'm always having issues with my weight. It's always up and down. So with me, I see like women in my family who do get pregnant. And if they don't directly go to the gym, they end up keeping that weight forever. And I'm just over here like, God, I don't want to be like that. But in the same sentence, I don't want to be snatched. And if I do marry Ernest and he's just getting bigger and bigger and big. No. Yeah. What do I look like with all this Victoria's Secret uh, lingerie Fine. long? Oh, and you are a big ass slob on the bed. No. We got a match. <laughs> you got to at least do something. Like I ain't saying you got to be like Michael Hulk B. Hogan Jordan. Or but, but if he was Michael B. Jordan. 
Anyway, but yeah. <laughs> you at least got to do something. Yeah. I'm not going to take care of you and all these kids by myself. See, my fiance, he always be like, why are you going to the gym? You, <gasps> you trying to lose weight? No, I don't want you to lose weight. Or he make it a point to be like, girl, you getting thick. Like, and I'm like, oh, it's it's a good thing. Okay. Like, okay. You got to shake it for him and everything. So it like lessens the blow on me because I've I've literally never been over 120 pounds. And I've literally been 120 pounds of muscle. So after having a baby and seeing like, I have a little bit of love handles, like muffin top type stuff, like. After seeing that, I was like, damn, I'm never going to get my abs back. I'm never going to be slim. And, like, I'm still slim. Yeah. I'm still slim. I'm still very small. But the difference in my body now than what it was before I got pregnant, I just felt like, oh, my God, like, I'm never going to be able to look good in my clothes yeah. because I can't mm-hmm. wear the, this anymore. I can't wear this anymore. But I had to realize, like, that is society stamping me that way. Like, yeah. I can look good in whatever I wear. As long as I'm confident in my clothes, I will be okay. Yeah. But society tells you that after you have a baby, bitch, you need to be back to the skinty hinty. Right. And high school weight. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here thinking, if I go back to what I weighed before I was pregnant, that means I starved myself. And yeah. I'm not doing that. Right. And I ain't doing that either. And it's not that important. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. Like, I love my new mommy weight. I have real adult. I have a real adult body now. And I love it. I, I think it looks good. And I think, honestly, pregnancy does do wonders for women's bodies. Heck so, yes. we just honestly all have to learn to stop feeding so much into society. Honestly, I really think we need to take a break from Instagram every once in a while. Right. Because I think even though we may not be consciously comparing ourselves we are them images are subconsciously in our head right and we're doing it to ourselves yes so yes and we gotta remember people only post what they want to post right they don't post you don't ever see nobody posting with they bonded on no out no eyelashes and no brows nope. no sleep or boogers and that no no and you know have, nobody that. wakes up extra extra cute nobody's waking up with lashes uh-uh. and eyebrows uh-uh. look i draw my eyebrows on every day so no i just get mine threaded but i'm definitely not doing none of that yeah so mm. it's okay well one day the world will have some more common sense double standards are interesting oh yeah so but it's okay let's see melanated moment for the week Ooh yeah what do you got girl my melanated moment for the week is i just had my bachelorette party <laughs> and we went to indianapolis and I was so nervous that it was going to be cold because it was supposed to... Well, it did rain. Um, the weather said it was going to be 56 and raining. And the whole time that we were there, like, I was, like, kind of like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to freeze. I got these little skimpy things, girl. Mm-hmm. I'm so pumped. Like, it was not as cold as I thought it was going to be. Yes. I was able to wear the outfits I wanted. And, I girl, I found this bomb wig. I found this bomb wig. The wig that I wore to the day party i found this wig for like 30 dollars, and it is so cute oh my god it's like an old school mushroom kind of wig okay i think i've seen it yes and i am like when i tried it on when i got home because we went to the place and they would not let us try the wigs on in the store which kind of pissed me off but i'm kind of glad because when i got home i tried the wig on without my makeup i didn't have no lashes on i didn't have no eyebrows on no nothing and so 
I just looked a hot mess. I looked real crazy. No, oh, I tried the wig on. And I was like, eh, I don't really know. But then I ended up get, doing my makeup, got my makeup done by one of my homegirls that was with me. Tried on the wig, and it was perfect. The look what, that I was looking for was in my head, it was that. Oh, like, it yay. was everything. I was pumped. So, that's my melanated moment for the week. If you are in Indianapolis, you need to go to... God damn, I don't even know what the store is called. It's a store around the corner from mississippi bell and that restaurant is oh my god so good it's a soul food restaurant and if you are around the corner from mississippi bell in that shopping center where the chase bank is there's a city gear in that shopping center over there there is a, a shoe store they got cheap shoes like bomb shoes like when i say bomb shoes and their shoes is cheap they sell purses in there they sell shoes they sell boots everything and then next to that shoe store there is a hair store and that's where i got my wig from girl and it was bomb so that's my okay. melanated moment for the week hey hey well i'm gonna have to check that story out and i'm glad you had a good time at your bachelorette girl yes, you looked good yes. i seen your pictures thank you yes so wifey on it yes <laughs> wait wait but for my melanated moment for the week um oh yeah because i just found out of course i maxed out my financial aid so uh, I've been trying to figure out what I'm going to do to pay for my last year. And uh, thank God on Friday, I believe, I got the 15,000 degrees scholarship mm-hmm. for African-Americans. Mm-hmm. So I got a, a little more extra change to go towards Spalding. Good. I need it. Give me my money. Black excellence. Yes. We need to make more of an effort to do these scholarship applications and to Girl. apply for them and to look for them because we are missing out. We are. On so much money. There's so many uh, scholarships out there. And then plus, I just found out my advisor was like, yo, even apply to the ones that say is like for white people or for Pacific Islands because yeah. most of those people don't apply for them. So they're just going to give it to whoever. Exactly. Yep. I was like, oh. <laughs> They gotta tell me there. twice. Exactly. Yes, girl. So that was dope. I'm yeah. excited. Me too. You this, should be. This was a good combo. Always, you know, it's always good to talk about real stuff that matters. Right. Well, that's all for us for this week, y'all. Make sure you follow us on Instagram underscore melanated thoughts underscore. Yes. And um, tell us what kind of double standards you are going through at this moment but oh yes please stay black stay beautiful yes yes and we love y'all we'll see you guys later yes have a great week drive safe too because some of y'all be trying to run me over (laughs) (laughs) okay bye y'all bye